Food is the language everyone speaks, but do we truly understand it? Between the conversations over organic food and GMOs, different diets taking the world by storm, and how what we eat actually impacts our environment, there's no shortage of things to learn about. Hi, I'm Karel Vega. And I'm Cheryl Kirschenbaum, and this is Serving Up Science. The sun is back. College students are out of school, and it's almost, almost summer. And that means grilling season. I, for one, am looking forward to that. I like a good steak with friends now and then. Especially when it's a nice cut, although I'm really turned off by tough, dry steak. Well, no one likes a leathery texture that lacks moisture and flavor. That's why I use a meat thermometer and check my meat often. Every chef has their own technique when it comes to cooking, roasting, broiling, or grilling for the best flavor. But most agree on one important thing that meat should rest after cooking and before slicing. I make sure to do that too, but I'll admit I'm not really sure what it's for. Well, why do you do it? Honestly, I do it because we all do. I grew up with the notion that we let meat rest once it's cooked. Do you think it's necessary or just a cultural myth? I really don't know, but I have a feeling that you might. It's actually a good idea. Letting meat rest helps to keep the moisture or the stuff we call the juices inside. Take it from the late Anthony Bourdain speaking in this clip to Tech Insider. Just let it sit. Don't wrap it in foil. Don't cover it. Don't poke it. Don't prod it. Don't even look at it. Just let it sit there. Leave it alone and you will be rewarded. And I'll add, did you notice I never said the word blood? It isn't actually blood. Really? It's water and myoglobin, which is another protein that stores oxygen and gives beef its pinkish red color. So-called white meats, like chicken and turkey, don't have as much myoglobin, which is why they appear lighter in color. Okay, so why is it so important to let meat rest? Give us some science. Think about how a steak cooks in a pan. There is a lot going on. It shrinks and gets firmer, the color changes as fat breaks down, and those juices people love seep out of the meat. Well, now I'm hungry. So what causes these changes? Remember, all meat was once muscle on an animal. And muscles contain fibers that contract and relax to allow movement. They're also what gives meat what we call its grain. Okay, maybe I'm not so hungry anymore. Within muscle fibers are two protein threads, or filaments, called myosin and actin. During muscle contraction, the myosin threads grab onto actin threads, pulling them closer. I see. So adding heat changes those fibers. Exactly. Heat breaks down myosin threads, changing their shape in a process called coagulation. And that makes the meat shrink. Right. Water gets squeezed out of the muscle, which begins to happen at around 100 to 120 degrees Fahrenheit. Which is notably before a steak is cooked to a safe temperature to eat. The actin breaks down at higher temperatures between 150 and 163 degrees Fahrenheit. When that happens, your meat is going to get very firm as the process pushes even more water out. Leaving us with dry, overcooked meat. It's why professional chefs aren't usually so enthusiastic when a customer requests a steak well done. And that's because well done steak won't be moist. And might even be sent back to the kitchen as overcooked. But when meat is prepared properly, coagulated myosin proteins have a chance to relax a little bit once the heat source is removed. The moisture that had been squeezed out of the muscle fibers has time to seep back in, meaning... Juicy steak. Okay, so we let the meat rest to keep those juices in, but for how long? 
Recommended resting times can vary widely, but the thickness of the cut and the method used to cook it play an important role. According to the chefs at America's Test Kitchen, a thin steak or chop should rest about 5 to 10 minutes, while thicker roasts should rest 20 to 30 minutes. Larger portions, like, say, whole turkeys or large roasts, should rest 40 minutes before carving. 40 minutes. Well, I'll need to time dinner a little differently next Thanksgiving. But in the meantime, enjoy this summer and make sure to rest as well as your meat does. You've been listening to Serving Up Science, the podcast all about food, its origins, and impact on the planet. This series is produced in association with Food at MSU. I'm Karel Vega. And I'm Cheryl Kirschenbaum, and this is WKAR. Thank you.